You're listening to The Inner Mind of your host, Frankie Pace. And uh, we've got a good show for you today. It's all in my head, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. First of all, you know I live in uh, Las Vegas now. I was basically forced out here for medical reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got uh, pneumonia in both of my lungs from the great COVID uh, escapade. Uh, never took that needle, thank God. They gave me hydrochloroquine and ivermectin. In the hospital five days, they saved my life. And uh, thanks to my two daughters who really cared uh, deeply about me, they got those nurses to stay on top of me. They watched me 24-7. And uh, I lost a uh, little motor control the first couple of days and actually, you know, one on myself, kind of embarrassing. But I'm thinking, hey, I'm going to get a couple of young nurses to take care of me, right? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. I got two grandmas. They came in. They were a little rough. Uh, they picked me up. I couldn't move my legs because I had no no function there. And they dragged me to the showers like a prisoner, you know, <laughs> and washed me down. And, uh, what an experience. But I'm doing okay now, and I go for my checkups. Just went for my kidney checkup. They uh, They said I'm pumping out a little too much protein they want to know about that and uh got a little bit microscopic blood in my kidneys so eh, you know hey i'm up there i'm not i'm not no spring chicken anymore but uh anyway getting back to the show here i don't want to depress you people but uh oh by the way i'm not danny devito i get people come up to me all the time you know hi danny how are you i'm looking at him like man i'm not danny devito i'm taller than him you know i had a lady follow me in this in a bookstore i forget the name forget the name of the bookstore forget it anyway she come in she had a photo she actually had an eight by ten photo on her hand and she's coming up to me said danny will you sign this for me please my friends are over there it'll make them happy too and i'm like oh shit you know what am i supposed to do you know Lady, I'm not Danny DeVito. Oh, come on, please, Danny. Don't be like that. So I'm like, all right, give me the photo. And I took the photo and I saw Danny DeVito. And she hugged me. She was so thrilled. She says, you know, you look a little shorter in the movies. And I says, no kidding, really. And maybe because I'm not Danny DeVito. You know? When I was in L.A., my wife wanted to see the celebrities. And for that, the best place to go to is the Cafe Roma which is on Rodeo Drive in Los Angeles. You know, big celebrities would come in there. Rodney would always frequent the place and uh, and uh, a bunch of other uh, lower-level actors would come in there and, you know, for lunch. And it was very busy, very busy. And my wife noticed Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think it's like a patio outside with some chairs and stuff, and he's sitting out there. She goes, oh, my God, look, it's... It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I said, so? So she gets up, and she walks outside. And she kind of like walks past him, then gives a quick look at him, and then goes and sits down at a table across the way. You know? So he's looking at her. He's with a, a bunch of other guys. They're smoking cigars. So now I come out, and you know, I, I didn't have a mustache at the time. <laughs> I come out and then he sees me and he stands up and he gets all excited. He thought I was Danny DeVito. Then he realized that and 
I wasn't. Then he sat down. So I went over to him. I said, you thought I was Danny, huh? He goes, yeah, for a minute I thought you were Danny. Meanwhile, I see uh, Terry Gar, very pretty lady. She was always on, uh, I think she was always on the Letterman show all the time. And uh, so you just get to see a lot of people out there. But after a while, it's like, uh, okay, you know. I mean, we used to have breakfast at Jerry's Deli, uh, me and a bunch of other comics. And uh, a lot of celebrities were coming. After a while, you get numb to that stuff, you know. But my wife, for the first time she came to L.A., she really got excited, thought it was a big deal. So, you know, okay. But living out here in Vegas, uh, we had a big thunderstorm last night. Oh, my God, lightning striking right over the strip. Those poor those poor bastards that were walking the strip, they must have got caught in a lot of water. Um, it was really coming down with winds of like 50 miles an hour. This is uh, what they call the monsoon season. And they get this, which is good because we need the water, you know. And I don't know how they're going to do this because, I mean, more people are moving here from California and and uh, Arizona. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people and we don't have that much water. I, how the hell are they going to do this? I don't know. It's going to be weird. Every time it rains, though, I feel sorry for the homeless because they they go into these tunnels, like, underneath the road there. And sometimes I think it's flooded out and... God, I don't know how they, they do it, man. When I was here in the 80s, there wasn't that many homeless. Then again, you know, the mob ran the place, and they pretty well kept the streets clean because they want the people to come in. Now, you you know, it's, oh, God. You see them laying all over the place, and nobody's doing nothing. You know, they got to do something about that, right? I guess they want to put them in a home or something, you know, in shelters, but these guys don't want to go in shelters because they get their shoes stolen or, you know, whatever little change in their pockets taken away. Or if they got a bottle, somebody grabs a bottle. And I don't even, I don't know if they're allowed to have a bottle, but who knows? You know, it's, my heart goes out to these poor bastards. Ah, this is too depressing. I'm going to tell a joke. This is from uh, the late Buddy Hackett. This is a great joke. Um, it's raining outside and a farmer gets a knock on the door. And he opens up the door, and it's a salesman. And he says, excuse me, sir, but uh, my car broke down about a mile down the road, and there's no place for me to stay tonight. Uh, if you would let me just go in your barn and lay on the hay and let me sleep, and, and then in the morning, maybe when the rain stops, I can go find somebody to fix my car. You know. But the farmer says, oh, no, 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 no. I have a bed for you to stay in. You could come in. Come on in. Warm yourself by the fire. Dry your clothes, and you could stay in a, in that room there in, in the morning. You know, take care of business. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Next morning, he comes out. His clothes are dried, and everything's fine. And the farmer's got breakfast for him. So he says, you know, I feel so bad. You're doing all this good stuff for me. Listen, you know, I'm also an animal whisperer. I can actually talk to the animals. If you'd like, I can go talk to them and find out what their problems are. The farmer says, yeah, I've been having trouble with them. Uh, yeah, that would be a great idea. So he goes out, comes back about an hour later, and he says, uh, okay, I, I talked to the horse, and the horse said that uh, he's really upset with the, the shoes that you got him. You got him new shoes, and they're just a little too big, and it hurts when he walks, you know. Because, yeah, I, I did buy new shoes for him. That's amazing that you know that. All right, I'll, I'll have to 
get another pair a little bit smaller. I said, oh, and, and then I talked to the cows, and they're very upset because uh, you got a new pumping system on their udders, and it's hurting them because you have it up too high. They would like you to lower it down maybe, you know, 10 points or something, and uh, that would make them give more milk, you know. Oh, wow, that's amazing. This is amazing. And then he says, and then I talked to the sheep. They're liars. They're liars. <laughs> Hey, I just found out that uh, Ford is losing lots of money, man. That uh, EV truck thing that they were trying to do, it's not working out. The farmers are not buying those electric trucks. What are you going to do with an electric truck out in the Midwest? There's no charging stations, you know? I think it's really going to hurt the business. I think it's too early for all of this stuff. First of all, you're going to have thousands and thousands of panels out there to make electricity and you got those big uh, wind turbines, and if the wind stops a day or two, then what do you do? You know, you you need you need the constant, constant energy, and coal would do that, gas would do that, but they don't want to do that. They don't want coal or gas, and a nuclear power plant. They are so safe today. You know, you could put up two or three of them, and your problem is solved. But they don't want to do that. It doesn't make sense. So I can understand where. Electric trucks and cars are not going to monopolize the industry yet. That's going to take a while. And by the time that happens, they'll have flying cars. And uh, you're going to need electric for that because they're going to run them on electric. So you need you need the coal, you need the gas, you need the atomic power plants. And, uh, they don't want to do that. It sounds crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's freaking crazy. Right now, I think what everybody wants is the hybrids because with a hybrid, you can go from uh, uh, Las Vegas, you know, to, uh, I guess, to San Francisco without worrying about looking for a charging station because the small engine would automatically charge up the battery, you know, like the Prius. Prius is a great little car, and now they're doing that with a lot of big cars. So that's the answer for now. And uh, they're, true. they're really pushing it. They're pushing it too fast. I've been watching YouTube lately, and uh, there's a lot of crazy people out there, man. Really. Totally insane. You know, you could be 21 years old to, to drink, to drive, but you can be uh, 9 years old to get your, your testicles cut off. I mean, that doesn't make sense, does it? Where are they coming up with these ideas? And Why? It's so nutty, man. It's oh, pathetic. You're dealing with people that are like 1% of 1% of the population. And for some reason, they are in full control. And we have to stand by and just watch this stuff. You know, men could have babies. Where's the kid come out of the guy's ass? I mean, the only way that that could happen is if a woman transgenders into a man, right? And then has a baby. But it's still... A woman with body parts of a woman having a baby. And a guy, you know, they've made a movie about it, right, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's going to have a baby. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I have to go to the bathroom or... Oh, it's a boy. He stinks so much. Oh, my goodness.
I mean, is that where we're going with this nonsense, you know? And these poor girls, you know, they study to be soccer players and basketball players, even UFC fighters. One of them got a skull cracked because she fought a guy that was supposed to be a girl. Is that fair? Is that right? I mean, where's the logic? The logic is, you know, they need Spock here, you know? <laughs> Freaking nut jobs, man. I can't wait to see my grandkids soon. That's going to be fun, man, you know? They they live in the East Coast, and now they're going to come out here for maybe a week, which would be great, you know. And my oldest uh, granddaughter, she's uh, she's remarkable. She really is. I asked her, I said, sweetheart, what do you want to be when you get older? And she looked at me and says, Grandpa, I look at what's going on in the world, and I really think I want to be a judge. God, that makes me so proud to hear a kid say that, you know. And there's a lot of kids out there that probably think the same way. I mean, isn't that the way our children should be going instead of, you know, weed and partying and, you know, not knowing what this country is made of? Uh, it's amazing. I'm just amazed. And my little guy, he's like seven. He hears Mick Jagger music. He starts strutting around with his hands on the sip and puts his lower lip out doing Mick Jagger. I got to laugh, but the kid's funny, man. The kid. Uh and the best part is their rentals. So if they get give me a hard time, they go back to the parents, you know. That's what's great about grandkids, you know. <laughs> yeah, Las Vegas. Getting really busy out here. A lot of people uh, moving out here from California. Well, you know, the, you got Newsom out there really scaring people with the taxes and what he's trying to do. He wants to make homeless people policemen. Are you kidding? Is that insane? I don't, oh, man. So that's why celebrities are moving out. I got Mark Wahlberg living nearby. Yeah, he just bought 20 acres of land. I understand he's going <clears> to <throat> build a, a studio, uh, maybe a movie studio. Uh, Universal wants to come out here. A lot of other big companies want to come out here. They don't have to deal with earthquakes or any of the other nonsense that's out there. Maybe a dust storm or two. That's what we do get here. And the monsoon rains. But uh, if you place your places in the right spots, you won't have any of those problems, you know. So uh, I like Mr. Wahlberg. I met him. And, uh, you know, he's very religious. And uh, him and uh, Mel Gibson are hooking up together now. And uh, I think they're, they're making a movie. I'm not sure what it is, but. They're not too keen on uh, Hollywood. In fact, a lot of people are starting to lose it with Hollywood because it seems to be getting dark. You know what I mean? I'm not criticizing anybody, but it's just getting weird out there. Um, like I said, the small percentage is taking over everything. And, uh, you know, American people are very nice people. That's the way I look at it. And they're not going to push until... It gets to that point, and let me tell you, it's getting to that point where there's going to be pushback. And uh, I feel bad for the country because of that, you know. We should all really work with each other. Can you imagine how great it would be if we really all got together and really helped each other, you know? I mean, there wouldn't be anybody in laying in the streets or, you know, begging for food or, you know, or you know, sick in the hospital, they can't afford the, 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 the pills and, 
You know, it, none of that stuff would happen, you know. You wouldn't have pharmaceutical companies making billions of dollars by putting out a disease and then, you know, having a cure for it so they make even more money. I mean, these are the things that are crazy, you know, right? Am I wrong? Anyway, you've been listening to The Inner Mind with Frankie Pace. I'm your host. Thanks for listening, guys. You can also catch my website, FrankiePaceComic.com. It has my podcast, it has uh, my resume, photos, videos, everything that would kind of put a smile on your face. To all out there, thank you for listening and have a great day.